it's my lifestyle, it's my lifestyle. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Grounds Crew, a podcast covering all things baseball. We're brought to you by Baseball Lifestyle. I'm going to try to do this entire podcast monotone. Hello. The most welcome boring crew podcast of all time. My name is Bill Rom. And I am Josh Gerson. Welcome this. to Grounds Crew. All right, I'm going down the popular movies list. Let's see how many Dennis has seen. Moneyball, no. The Rookie, <clears throat> yes. 42, no. Field of Dreams, no. 61, oh, no. Fever oh, Pitch, no. Oh. Uh, for the Love of the Game, no. Sugar, no. Million Dollar Arm, no. Okay, you're just producing the show. <laughs> anything i'm i'm so excited for us to just start the show let's it, just start let's the show, start the show it's, Dennis. it's been going for two minutes two minutes all right welcome back to the grounds crew ladies and gentlemen as per usual over the last couple weeks there is no new baseball news thank you for listening thank you for subscribing i am josh Gerson, along <laughs> with my co-host bill rom what up today's uh, episode oh and dennis is here too buck, buck showalter got hired that was a thing sure buck showalter is the manager of the mets welcome buck shocker welcome to the team lead us to the promised land thank you sir Today's episode, we are doing best baseball movies, good, bad, and the ugly. We already started off our conversation. Bill, you seem to be triggered by the fact that I said Bull Durham <clears throat> is not number one. I I just, the fact that you said that Bull, like it's a terrible list that the MLB put together, that Bull Durham is listed as. I didn't actually as, even open it up yet, as, to be as, <laughs> Well, you, you just said that list doesn't even count, and it's number one. I think it's just a place for us to, to start. Sure. Uh, I think a a bigger thing for me is is that you got to cut out some some personal bias as best you can when you're trying to put a list together. Sure. So let's just kind of go. Bull Durham is number one. A League of Their Own is number two. It's a great movie. The Pride of the Yankees from 1942 is number three. And I've never seen that movie ever. And I also That's feel like that has a heavy Yankees bias. So let's just toss that 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 was a terrible idea. Yeah. Um. Field of Dreams, number four, uh, Eight Men Out, uh, Moneyball, The Natural, The Sandlot, Everybody Wants Some, which I haven't seen yet. Nope, I haven't seen that. And that came out in 2016, and they're listing it as top 10. So that's like bold. Can't be. Major League, The Bad News Bears, Bang the Drum Slowly. I'm here for a couple of things. I'm here to go down to the bottom of the list. Okay. And say what's missing. Sure. Uh, for Love of the Game is in the top 25. Okay. And it's behind Angels in the Outfield. I'm here for that. Cobb, meh. 61, I feel like, is underrepresented. The fact that Mr. 3000 is listed... Above Angels in the Outfield and 61. Uh, seems like it's wrong. So, like, we're just going to say that that's wrong. Um, baseball movies love to just put numbers up. So, 42 comes in at number 19. Uh, I'm looking at a whole bunch of movies that I would rather not ever watch. Uh, Damn Yankees. Again, why are the Yankees even, like, so perpetuated on this list so right that much. now i think you've you've given them five i'm no's. trying to move 61 up i'm trying 100 61, 61 up. has to be higher and, 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 a great and movie. we're out here we're out here putting like some some the, the the damn yankees above 61 and it's just that's not true that's it's a better it's a better movie so then we get we get to the top 10 and we're we're into comedy 
right? Comedy prevails in baseball. Except for what I think is the greatest baseball movie of all time. And they at least give it props. I think the greatest baseball movie of all time is League of Their Own. I could definitely give it a top five rating. I I don't think any other movie, for me, ties so much together into a singular story. Mm-hmm. That movie was funny. It was dramatic. It was educational. Yep. To a point. And it talked about something that got that that I think otherwise would be unknown to most of society today. Absolutely. Is is that those women were playing during the war and that movie is a is an amazing representation. Now beyond that, um it has the greatest catcher in the history of baseball is in it. And and I would say the greatest catcher in movie history is, is in it. Okay. And Dottie's a stud. Mm-hmm. Dottie's a stud. Best manager ever Best in the movie. Best manager ever. Right? Probably like, one of the most famous phrases came from that movie of all time in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. Yep. Like, wow. And you know what's crazy? I think if if you ask some, like a big movie person, like, oh, like what's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? I could put that in there. As, like, one of his best performances. So the, the thing is, right, because it's not considered a Tom Hanks movie. I know. Right? And I think that's what throws everybody off. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks is a supporting actor in that movie. Yep. And he's not used to being a supporting actor in And any that was movie. at a time when he was, like, peak Tom Hanks. I, I mean, guess he's just when, been when his peak forever. When his peak yeah, Tom yeah, Hanks, yeah. not peak <laughs> Tom Hanks. You're, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the... I think that's actually the first time it was... Um, you were moving towards drama, Tom Hanks. Because what people don't realize is mm. 80s Tom Hanks is a comedy guy. He's pure comedy. Yeah. Like, all his stuff is, like, the same thing as Animal House. Like, he's having parties big. He's a he's big, a, yep. a kid in, in a man's body. Like What year is Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump is 1993, I think. Okay, so then right around there. Right. Yeah. So, again, that's that's his shift to – you're going to make me look up Forrest Gump to find out if it was 1993 because I got a – 1994. Um, so, yeah, like, that was him starting to shift away mm-hmm. – from I'm a comedic actor and I'm a rom-com guy because he was still a rom-com guy through the 90s. Because mm-hmm. uh, when was Harry met Harry Mert Sally? 1989. Um, You've Got Mail. So You've Got Mail was 1998. So like he was still doing some rom-com then. Uh, and those, but he had these dramatic roles that really changed and shaped his life. That role was a perfect blend for him um, in that in that regard. So that's probably why he was a supporting actor there mm-hmm. is because this was before he could carry a dramatic role, yeah. a non-comedy role, even though he was very funny in that movie. Yes, he was. Um, are, are you co-signing with me that that's the best baseball movie of all time? Um, I honestly, for me, like, I can't give one, but I can give you five that are, like, all number one in their respective categories. Okay, hit me. Um, I would say, like, comedically, probably The Sandlot. It's just, like, it's a legendary movie. It has so many funny moments, and it, it transcends all age groups. Till Does it, though? It kind of does. You if could, you watch it right now, 
I as still more, will enjoy it. You would. Yep. But as a grown man, I need you to also now go back and watch Major League and Bull Durham. Oh, 100%. And I've watched them recently. And I and I agree that as a young kid, I didn't appreciate how funny they were. Correct. And I'll get there. But I think, and you can, you, we see it all the time, there are grown-ass people that wear Sandlot t-shirts constantly. I am a grown-ass man. Yep. I hate to break it for you. Yep. The Sandlot wasn't made for you. I know. It was made for me. But that's, but that's what, exactly why I'm saying it still transcends all age groups because it wasn't made for me. It was made for you. And then I still love it as being much later on enjoying it. So as the person who that movie was made for. Yeah. Right? Because when, when that came out in 1993, I was eight. So, like, these were kids who were a little bit older than I was. Yep. Right? These were – this was around that age that I would start going out and playing with my friends and playing baseball and football and sports in general. So that movie was made for for my my age group to look at. So when you look at it and you say, "Grown men now like that movie," mm-hmm. oh no, I'm not saying I'm not saying that, that now they like it. But I'm saying yeah. the grown men who were wearing the Sandlot stuff, it's because the movie was made for them. Right, but I, so what I'm I guess I'm more saying is they don't grow out of that movie. For you sure, constantly but enjoy. It as someone who yep. watched that movie as a kid, and it was a foundational piece, and then you got to get older, and somebody older than you was like, "You should watch this movie because it was great when I was a kid, and it's really wonderful." And you watched it, and loved it. As someone who has grown past it now, the Sandlot is great. It's in the top ten for me. Mm-hmm. I would rather if you told me I had to watch the Sandlot or I had to watch Bull Durham tomorrow, I would choose Bull Durham. Okay, and that's fine. Um, I think drama-wise, Bull Durham's up there for me. I don't have it as like a a number one per se, but I, I enjoy the storyline. I, I think it's something you can't really appreciate until you're a little bit older because there's a lot of uh, other stuff that happens. Um, so if you haven't seen it, then watch it at some point. Um, Major League's up there for me for sure. Yep. Um, here's a question. Yeah. Major League one or two? Oh. Um, I'd probably say if I, if I had to, if you, if you had to give it to me, mm. I'd say it's major league one. However, there's a lot of fun stuff in major league two. Yes, there is. Um, they, they did a great job. And uh, again, it was the type of comedy of that era. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm staying with one. Okay, and I, and I agree with that. I th- I think it it set the tone for the whole uh, like franchise, obviously. But there's so many like legendary things that came out of one that are like you you think of more when you think of those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I agree. One also, um, I think Moneyball's up there for me uh, as a top five. I loved like that was such a unique storyline that had never been done before or even proposed, and just like how well it was put together, like. I just loved the whole thing, top to bottom. Jonah Hill, especially, actually, for me. I just thought he was such a good, like, fit for Brad Pitt there. Um, and I, I just loved how it all came together. And, and it was funny enough, actually. We met the guy who played Chad Bradford at one of the ABCAs. That was funny. He was like, oh, yeah, you guys ever seen Moneyball? Yeah, no, I was, I was tra- Chad Bradford. And he was, like, just, like, signing autographs and stuff. Like, how would you how would, how would you know that it was that guy? But whatever. Um but that's up up there for me, um, and, and and this might be a hot take. I I don't like Field of Dreams. 
I hate to fill their dreams. Yeah. I, I honestly, like, I got nothing for Phil's dreams. Looking at this list, they have it at number four. Like, I don't get me wrong, though. I loved what they did this year with the Phil's Dreams game. It's a, that great, was cool. it's a great concept because it's an iconic movie. Yes. But I don't think that movie holds up for me very well. Like, if you're if you're a dad and a kid, I get I get kind of the concept. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, I'm not, I don't think it's a great movie. I would not put it in my top ten. I don't Again, feel the need to like there, rewatch it. There's a movie on this MLB list that that that, or there's a movie missing from this MLB list that I actually I, I genuinely enjoyed. Okay. Um, and then I'm not saying it necessarily deserves to knock off any of these, but Trouble with the Curve. With the, I knew you were gonna say that. Trouble with the Curve is not on here. Yep. And like, Mister Three Thousand is, and like I I get like. Bernie Mac. It was a. It was a funny movie. It was. It was. It was a. It was a, a. A good story, I guess. But the fact that Trouble with the Curve isn't on here, and there's a whole bunch of other movies that like no one talks about ever. And I get that it's it's an ageism thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not, I'm not like watching Take Me Out to the Ball Game, right? Which is like when Technicolor first started to happen in 1949, like. I get that I I don't have a good relationship to that movie. But I feel like I need some update to this list. I think it needs to be separated into like decades. Like the 90s had a ton of great baseball movies. The early 2000s had some great baseball movies. The late two or like towards now like Moneyball, <laughs> 42 um, trouble with the curve, like there's it such a different look than yeah. Pride of the Yankees or Field of Dreams. Yeah. Um. So like comparing them is I've never seen every everybody wants some. I have no I idea. I've never what that even is. heard it, and it's rated number nine. Yep. And it's about like a college baseball team. So like I I don't know how I haven't heard of it, and I own a fucking baseball company. First curse of the day. Have you seen uh, Perfect Game, or the Perfect Game? No. Really good movie. It's about um, the first perfect game thrown at the Little League World Series by a Mexican team. Got you. Super good. I want to do a. I want to do a documentary on Danny Almonte. Do you know who Danny Almonte is? I have heard the name. So Danny Almonte was from Brooklyn or the Bronx, um, and his team like crushed everybody. Um, and uh, he's currently an assistant baseball coach at Cardinal Hayes High School in New York City. There you go. Um, he was born in the Dominican Republic. Around the time I was in high school, I guess he went out and he was a lefty. Mm-hmm. And he's competing against all these young kids. And he was throwing like 74 miles an hour. He threw up to 79 miles per hour yeah. on Wikipedia. Um, That's cheese. <laughs> so, like, for the Little League World Series, my yes. man was throwing 80 lefties. That's like, like what, 110? In, uh, from 42 feet it, so uh, again if everybody <laughs> if no one can hit the 70 mile an hour fastball from jenny finch and this is the same distance 10 miles an hour faster and we have children now in your head i need you to recognize what i was watching at that time That's with danny almonte yep. so like did he even throw curveballs or anything or just he, th- he threw a whole yeah, bunch, a bunch of, stuff, of stuff but he didn't need to Oh yeah, I'm not right? sure. Um, and, and he led the Bronx team to a third place finish in the 2001 Little League World Series. He was real, revealed to actually have been two years too old to play in it. 
Oh, you know what? That's so interesting you said that. There is, there is a baseball movie that's not going to be listed on here, and I need to look it up, what it's called. It's literally that whole storyline. <laughs> it's a kid. His dad is uh, committed, like, tax fraud or something, um, and he they, like, moved to Vegas to, like, avoid like the irs mm-hmm. and he's like cool go play little league baseball and he's two he's a year older than he's supposed to be so like cool we're gonna here's your fake identity you're gonna be your younger go play little league baseball and he throws like 80 and he takes the team all the way to the little league world series and then the irs finds him because he's on tv it's it's to some degree the danny almonte story had to have been inspired by it i think it's called mickey and, and like he had the nickname the little unit because he it was, it was the same time as randy johnson like that's a movie i would love to see made because like that's like a a lot happened to that. Um, yes, it is. It's called Mickey. Two thousand four. He, he finished that tournament in two thousand and one. He finished the tournament with sixty two strikeouts, and he faced seventy two batters. How, say that one more time. He struck out sixty two of seventy two opportunities. Oh my god! So again, like he literally, the kids could not do anything, and the guys who probably touched the ball. Were pro- are probably guys who made it to the show, right? Like yep. they, they they were the guys who like were the very clear. What like, year was that? Two thousand and one. Two thousand um, and one. And like the challenge is, is that like he was a kid, right? Um. And like his family was from the Dominican Republic. He moved here. Like he 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 had it tough, um, and I think that there was a lot going on with that. But like, I would love to have a story that that that's based off of like the Danny Almonte situation. Mm-hmm. But like <clears throat> the drama of the people behind it, like what got us to this point, you know, like. Because I could, I could craft this story a bunch of different ways. Mm-hmm. There's a poor family from the Dominican who moved to America. This is an opportunity for them to level up. They've seen other people get signed internationally who lie about their age yep. and say, yeah, I'm 16 and they're 24. Like, and, 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 and do the whole thing. Like, and then you come here and you do it because you're trying to, trying to get there. And then everybody's like looking into it, and then team has to vacate wins. Yeah, all these other kids who had no idea how old he was. Was like, that team the, team from Chicago recently? Didn't they have to uh, vacate the World Series after? I think so. Remember, like Jackie Robinson Little League or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and again, like, like it happens all the time. It, it's a it's a it's a thing that's out there in the world, and it's crazy. Um, but I, yeah, I'd love to see a movie about that. Uh, the one thing I tell you that there hasn't been lately, and it's because it got traded out, mm. is like I don't feel like there's a good, like coming of age story baseball movie. Coming of age? How do you mean? Like uh, so, got- like the the Sandlot was a coming of age story, right? Like they're all growing up. They're yeah. they're. I said it to you, to you guys. I think yesterday, right? One day you went outside to play with your friends, and it was the the last time you guys ever went out to play. Right. Mm-hmm. And you didn't know it at the time, but that day it was that movie is about, you know, hey, we all played baseball. But then guys started to move away. People started to go like one day you played a game together outside at that field. Mm-hmm. And it was the last time you ever played with that person. And they were a huge part of everything about your life. You had gone through so much with them. And there's a day that exists that 
that just was done. And you guys didn't talk about it. You didn't say goodbye. You didn't say, hey, this is our last game. Like, you didn't go off and tip your hat to each other. Like, you just didn't show up again. Like, it just didn't happen. That kind of like, hey, this is how life happens. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Bad News Bears, right? Now, you obviously have a, a, a an older gentleman in that who is very funny. Um, but, like, the Bad News Bears is about, like, hey, it's a bunch of misfit kids mm-hmm. who find themselves, right, with a coach. Yeah. Hardball. Right, with Keanu Reeves, it's pretty much the Bad News Bears just done in an urban setting. Yeah. Right. We see Benchwarmers is kind of like that. Benchwarmers, no, because or, of like all the misfit concept. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they're all grown men. Yeah. I'm saying coming of age, oh, okay, like okay, okay. the movie's about younger kids loving the game mm-hmm. and like, and, like the life up. around it. Yeah. Right. Living a baseball lifestyle. Right. And you haven't had one since Hardball. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like. If you look at the like at a bunch of movies, like that style of movie, I feel like would do well, and there hasn't been one in a while. And when did Hardball come out? It's on this list, right? It, it better is, be, yeah, somewhere. Wait, actually, is it? Yeah, there is the bench warmers. It's not on here. It's not on here. No, uh, no. two thousand one Hardball. Came out. How is so? Like this, this it's, is a it's, it's a racist list too. Um, that's right. That's why I said that the perfect game's not on. There's only one like spe- like there's sugar, but sugar's not even um, it's fully it's a fully Spanish movie. Yeah, have, how, have you seen that? How you don't how you don't have G Baby on there? Yeah, like that's literally your nickname. I call you G Baby all the time. I know. Like, and, and yeah, no, that's terrible. So Hardball came out in 2001. So 2001 is the last time you had a coming of age story. That's relegated around baseball. So it's been 20 years since you've had a movie that centers around kids playing baseball. And, like, that's you want to talk about one of the reasons why, like, you have like dropping stuff. You're not making stuff that allows kids to see themselves in it. You know, like, now that I'm looking at this more, 1993 to 1995 had like 15 baseball movies. Yeah. It was the, it was the thing. Yeah. It was America's pastime. It yeah. was like, like the stuff. Baseball movies hit. Right into the steroid era. Yeah. So it was perfect. But like I think that also kicked off the football movie genre. Happened not long after that, right? Yeah. You had the the, the replacements, um, which was 2000. I think 1999 you had uh, Any Given Sunday. Yeah. So like you started to get football movies. Um, you had Friday Night Lights. Like There was a lot of football movies that came yes. out. Uh, around that time but like yeah where, where are the sports movies now i'm trying to think what was the most recent one i saw even probably like 42 maybe but i'm saying like yeah no 42 42 is is i'm trying to like i don't i can't less recent no i know but like i don't i don't can't remember the last like sports movie i went to see so moneyball was 2011 yeah definitely saw that in the movies dennis can you find trouble with the curve I see everybody wants some as 2016. But Trouble like, with the Curve is 2012. So 2012 is the most recent baseball movie. Just on a on on, on what, what was Moneyball? 42 was 2013. So that was a year after. So 2011, 12, 13. You had you had baseball movies. Yeah. And then and then it it, it kind of has sagged off, and that's fine. But like so now we're in the middle of each decade, we get a bunch of baseball movies and then call it a day. It's about it's about time. Yeah. We're overdue, right? Mm-hmm. 
Next year is going to be a banger of a baseball movie. Should we produce our own baseball movie? The Lockout. <sighs> That'd be a dope good comedy. Do we do it like the replacements and have scabs playing baseball? We get the cast from Benchwarmers. No, I, I like again. I'm going back. Like, go, think about it. Like the replacements. Like it would almost look like the Ducks tryout. And it's just like what in, instead of so like they had to make a season of just a bunch of clowns. Yeah. Starring the Savannah Bananas. And let me put together. I, I, and then I, I put a guy who's like I put a guy who's like a a, a hockey goalie as my catcher. Right, like everybody, I, everybody. I have a javelin thrower in right field. So what, we're like pulling some elements. What's the what's the movie? Million Dollar Arm. Like just a bunch of random. Well, so like, Million Dollar Arm. That was that. That was cricket, right? Right. We're they, like, hey, yeah. we're gonna do this one thing. I'm more saying in the replacements, like the right tackle was a sumo wrestler. Right. Right. The kicker was a big leg like soccer player, but he sucked at soccer, mm-hmm. but he could kick a football. Right. Right. Like the 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 linebacker was a like a, a SWAT team captain like stuff like that like yeah, I look yeah. at that and I go okay like that could be funny like I'm we're trying to teach the game and we need to like put a thing out on the field and like, we have to get some like seasoned baseball guy to like oh, coach the shoot. team you know what movie's not on this list invalidating what? the entire list completely summer catch have you ever seen summer catch he has never seen Summer Catch. He's he's like I don't even know what this is. Freddie Prince Freddie Prince Jr. goes to the Cape League, and he is a. It's two thousand and one. He is a uh, Rotten Tomatoes eight percent score. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, audience score forty. Oh, you know I think I have watched this, but definitely not in a while. And and he is from. Cape Cod area, and he like mows everybody's oh, lawn. Oh, but I've seen I've seen that Jessica Biel thing in, though. Yeah, well, Jessica. <laughs> I'm saying Jessica Biel makes that movie, and that's why 100%. that's why this needs this this is invalidated true, is true, because true. any moment that you have to put Jessica Biel on a list, you should. Loki, the the guy who plays Shaggy, was in a bunch of baseball movies. Well, so the dude <laughs> the dude who plays Shaggy, like, what's the movie that made him? I don't even remember the dude that played Shaggy. Oh, honestly, this is going to go up on the screen. But the dude who plays Shaggy in those movies, the one that made him, Mm -hmm. in my mind, is um, Scream. Oh, right. He was one of the bad guys in Scream. Matthew Lillard. So that was, uh, Scream was 1996. Mm -hmm. And that was like where he really like, he was also in Hackers, but he was like, oh, whatever in Hackers. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys don't even know what that is. Oh, he was also the son in Serial Mom, which you guys don't know. Definitely haven't seen um, it. <laughs> Serial Mom was gas. Uh, it was about a, a housewife, like, wife mother who, like, was a serial killer. Okay. Um, and she was, like, killing people and hiding it. She went to trial, and she, like, won. And it, it's a crazy, crazy murder movie. Um, but also, at the same time, it's, like, a comedy murder movie. Um, but, uh... Yeah, I mean, he he did a lot, but he was he was in Summer Catch. I think he was a catcher in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that movie, I think I think it's it's underrepresented. It's not it's not actually a top twenty movie. You just like it, <laughs> but like that's one of those movies that just hits me in the feels, man. You know what I, I think is super underrated that I just loved watching as a kid, and I actually I had it on VHS, so I'm like old enough to say that. Uh, Little Big League. You ever okay. Seen that? Fucking yeah. Love that movie. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like, I think anytime you're looking at any kind of movie, 
that's part of it. Little little big league. That's the one where he busted his arm. No, that's rookie of the year. Also, so rookie of the year. Movie. Also not on the great list. Great movie. Also not on the list. Watch that a million times. Also on VHS. Um, little big league is his grandfather. His grandfather like, owned the owned the twins, and, and then the, he took it over. Yes. Yeah. The rookie is on the list at number fourteen. No, that's a different one. That's the one with uh, Dennis Quaid. Yeah, which I'm talking also, about rookie, which I'm is a, is a top five one for me. I'm talking about rookie of the year. Oh, okay, my bad. Rookie of the year is a kid. He 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 slipped on a baseball, busted his arm. It went into a cast. He went to a game after his arm came out of it. Ball got hit in. Everybody said throw it back. He's in so center he, field at Wrigley Field. He cocks his arm back and like throws it all the way to the catcher and like knocks the catcher down. And he threw like 101 miles an hour because the tendons in his arm healed too tightly. After he broke his so arm. So <laughs> after he broke his arm and it created the idea. Now here's the craziest thing. Yeah. Here's how art imitates life. Who has a similar story as a baseball player to rookie of the year where they broke their arm and it made them into an elite player? I have no idea. DeGrom? It's a Met. Former Met, yes. Former Met. Former Met. Arm. Anybody who gets this, if, if you're if you're watching and you read the comments and you say it before you get to the point, I will I will I will send you a shirt. Well Dickie had a different thing happen. Dickie just didn't have an elbow. Yeah. I'll give you guys a I'll give you guys a, a hint. Okay. I'll give you a hint. He's a closer. Billy Wagner? Billy Wagner broke his right arm. So he had to learn to throw. And when he threw lefty with his arm busted, he actually threw harder than his right arm. So Billy Wagner signs his autographs and lives his life as a right-handed person and throws a baseball with his left hand. That's crazy. Throws a baseball with his left hand. Now, he threw 101 miles an hour as a closer. Yeah, he did. And he's 50 now. My man was throwing 100-plus before 100-plus was... Like every commonplace guy through it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that 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 dude became a stud after busting his arm. Billy Wagner, like, is he in the Hall of Fame yet? No, he probably won't be in the. Billy Hall of Wagner's Fame. gotta be. Did you see some of the Hall of Fame ballots? His hold on, I gotta I gotta talk about <laughs> this guy before I lose it. Yeah, some of the Hall of Fame ballots are dumb. Again, so Barry Bond, Barry Bonds not get, being in is 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 it invalidates the entire hall. As of soon as I see it, like there's there's a whole bunch of now guys on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard that I got blocked by that dude from the who who's a New York beat writer who blocks everybody? Which no. guy? I forget his name. I don't want to. Maybe it's Jeff Passan. Somebody blocks <laughs> oh, wait, Jeff Passan. Somebody blocks. Yeah, and I don't even know why. Oh I no, get, no, no! I know who you're talking about. It's not. It's not Passan. It's it's one of like the New York specific guys. Yes, yes, yes. So he I, he blocked me because I guess I talked to. John Mincone, who congratulations, John, on the birth of your your child. Uh, shout out from the from the squad. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, he blocked me. So I went through, and every guy who did not vote for Barry and posted it on his Twitter, I blocked, and I don't want to hear from. And I, then it then I had a dream, and I was I was hoping one day I hope to buy, like the Mets, just because I have trillions of dollars. Okay, Gary. And. Uh, <laughs> No, I want to buy all the teams. Gotcha. Um, but I, I, I would hope that I do that, and then those guys have to, like, find a tweet, and I'm going to, like, tweet who the next manager is, just like uh, Cohen does, mm-hmm. and they're going to go to find it, and they're going to realize that they've been blocked by me. <laughs> and they're going to be like, <laughs> why am I blocked? And I'm like, well, years ago, when everybody was blocking people who said that they were 
had bad takes and you'd just block because you're like, I'm a writer, I do what I want. I blocked you because you did some dumb stuff. And, yep. you know, if you're blocked, that means, you you know, you don't get to be here. You don't get to see my tweets. Can you unblock me? It's my job. No, that, that is funny. Like, I, I've definitely seen people like, yo, I just want to go click on X person's Twitter and I'm blocked I'm by blocked. that. <laughs> Bro, I straight up, somebody tweeted a thing and I went to click over and it says, you cannot see this. You're like... I'm like, huh? Why, like, why do they know who I am? Like, dude, you don't know who I am, and I never even tweeted anything at yep. you. I was in a tweet thread, and you went on a random block all like, like party. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Anyways, back to Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner's career ERA is a two three one. Okay, right? That's great. A two three one in nine hundred innings pitched. He has. 1196 strikeouts right mm-hmm. so so m- much stronger and then his last year of pitching with atlanta in 2010 he pitched 69 innings and he had 104 strikeouts 104 yeah, the beast. um between between the mets and who he had a zero era for in two, uh, 2009 mm-hmm. and uh boston he had a 172 in 2009. He was an all-star for the Mets in 2008 and 2007. He has one, two, three, four, five. Five seasons as a closer with an ERA in the ones. Um, and he made seven all-star games. That dude's a Hall of Famer. 16-year career. You're lights out. When did he retire? 2010 was his last season. His FIP for his career was a 273. His whip is under one. And in his last season, his strikeouts per nine was 13.5. Yeah. <laughs> Again, 104 strikeouts in 69 innings. Like, dude was electric. Electric. That was his best strikeout season. Ah, no, it wasn't. His he- best strikeout season was potentially 1999. Or 1997. 1997 in 66 innings, he had 106 strikeouts. In 1999, he had 124 strikeouts in 74. He got uh, 46% of the vote this year. That 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 to me that to me is a he he's he's low key, low key. He's like right there to Mariano Rivera during that window. The only difference is he didn't play for the Yankees. Yeah. But you look at it, you look at those the 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 Philly teams he was on were good. Yeah. When did Philly win the World Series? Uh, oh, I'll look it up. 04? If it was 04, he was an all he was on Philly in 04. They won it in 2008. Eight. 2008 he was a Met. And and that was during like a a good window for the Mets. Mm-hmm. And he had yeah, man. I mean, he had 40 saves for the Mets in 2006. 38. He, he was definitely in the conversation for, like, best closer at that time. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. And he was a first-round pick. Like, listen, I get Mariano Rivera is so far and away better than everybody else. But. But. I think he'll get in He at has some a point. two a two one career ERA. And he has a two seven six FIP. That is not much better than Billy Wagner. 
It's 19 years to 16 years. Yeah. Like, the the the, the numbers, Mariano's an 8.2 strikeouts per nine for his career. Billy Wagner is 11.9 strikeouts per nine for his career. So Wagner, Wagner was his equal in FIP. Mm-hmm. A little bit higher career ERA by only a little bit and struck out way more people per nine innings than Mariano Rivera. Billy Wagner is getting un- underserved. Like, is this was this his first year? This couldn't have been his first year nope, on the list. Definitely not. So if this is not his first year on the list, how can we start banging the drum that Billy Wagner needs to be in? It's been a lot on Twitter. I've seen a lot of people. Yeah, I've seen that. That's out. what I'm saying. Like, on the previous ballot, he got 46% of the votes. But above him is... Viskel, Roland, Clemens, Bonds, and Schilling. Yeah, but like again, like obviously, I feel a way about about Bonds, but like I, Billy Wagner's a better player than Kurt Schilling. No you cap. Can say that. You no can say cap. That. Again, Billy Wagner's car- so so Mariano Rivera's career ERA is a two two one, and he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Billy Wagner's career ERA is a 2-3-1. 0.1 ERA difference. Yeah. Billy Wagner struck out more people per nine innings than Mariano Rivera did. And when you look at their FIP, which is fielding independent pitching, which is just taking account that, hey, guys, some somebody else could F, F this up and, and make it hard for you. Mm-hmm. When you look at that, Mariano's... Hit, Mariano's FIP was actually worse than Billy Wagner's. So Billy it's Wagner just, was a yeah. better pitcher than Mariano Rivera. Two out of the three statistics that we just mentioned. Yeah, it's just And he's he been on. on the ballot for five years. Mm-hmm. Six years, seven years. And he hasn't made it yet. So we're talking about the second best closer in the history of baseball. Like how good was John Smoltz? We went on movies and now I found Billy Wagner and his rap. Back in, into a different hole. <laughs> you know what? We're going to do some research, and we're going to come back on this. Sounds good. We'll bring, we'll bring it to the next podcast. We'll see you on the next podcast, which will be known as the Billy Wagner Podcast. Cool. Let us know what your favorite baseball movie is while you're at it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. See you later. Baseball lifestyle. It's my lifestyle. <laughs>